Hello everybody, welcome to The Game Room, your weekly one-stop shop for all fun things video game related. I almost messed that up, but I didn't. I am the host that just can't help himself, Michael McLeod, and joining us as always late to the party is our man born to be wild, Dwight Robinson. How's it going, Dwight? I'm uh, doing pretty good. <laughs> yes. That was fluid. Fluid enough. Anyway. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> fluid enough. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about this week's guys. Uh, this week's guys. Week. This week, guys and mm-hmm. girls, whoever's listening. Uh, but it's first. It's time for this week's question of the week. This week's question of the week. Feel free to let us know your answers on social media platforms, Game Room Pod, Twitter, and Instagram. But for this week's question, Dwight, and listeners... I guess, if y'all ever respond, listeners. <laughs> what is your favorite controller and why? I guess, you know what? You know, you don't have to explain yourself. No, what? You, you do have to explain yourself. <laughs> what is your favorite controller? Uh, I'm changing so, the the conditions. So my, my question was, further. does this have to be a first-party contr- uh, controller? Or is it, no, can it no, be a third-party no, no. or whatever? I didn't, I didn't specify. Uh, I'm altering the deal. <laughs> <laughs> No, you can be whatever you want it to be. Go ahead. Are you going to say that stupid, like, Spongebob controller? No, PS2 no, SpongeBob? no, no. You better uh, not. I'll say for, I'm going to, I'll go for two controllers. And of course. One is, one is just in for, like, in general, just like, you know, everyday use, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the other one is for um, specifically, like, fighting games. So. Okay. Well, yeah, and, and you're. Uh, use case that 100% makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so, and um, I don't usually use, like, um, RK6 or anything like that, but uh, I would say for general use, honestly, probably the Series X controller um, right now. Uh, the Xbox controllers in general, I've always preferred them, and the Series X controller specifically is pretty much the pinnacle it's of what that is. It's an evolved version of the <laughs> Xbox controllers, right? Yeah, if I if if not for the Xbox Series X or Xbox One controllers, I would go with the original. Well, well, the Xbox S controller for like the original Xbox. That was a really mm-hmm. good, well-made controller, and of course, they kind of. Well, the, you remember there's like three different designs of an Xbox One controller. Question, you know, I use the bunny bunny quotes yeah, really yeah, here. Yeah. So there's the base model, which anytime you see a tutorial in a game, mm. it's always that like launch controller they show. Yeah, yeah, they never show the upgraded one. Right, the newer like Bluetooth one or whatever. Yeah, they never show anything past that base one. But yeah, and um, of course, you know that goes back to and the reason why the controller even exists um, is because of Sega, which is my favorite you know game company of all time. Um, the Dreamcast controller was pretty damn good. But my second favorite controller, after the Xbox controller, whatever, the Series X controller, is probably the Saturn controller. The Japanese Saturn controller. Um, for 2D games, uh, fighting games, you know, all that kind of now stuff. Are you talking about the six button? The six know, button, two shoulder you. buttons, you know. That's the one I actually currently have on my Saturn, and yeah, that is a solid pad. I had uh, not so great for 3D games, but not at you know all. it's complete you, trash you, for 3D games. <laughs> yeah, you, you you use it to play. Uh, yeah, yeah. 2D. <laughs> you get one of those game. super the circular controllers if you want to play Knights or or Panzer right. Dragoon or something. Yeah. Right, which is you know they improved on that and you know made the Dreamcast controller and then the Dreamcast controller was proved on made the Xbox controller and they kept going on from there. Mm-hmm. The dream the Saturn controller actually, which I thought was really interesting. 
was that wasn't the first controller you know of its kind that sega had they had a controller before that for the sega genesis that was designed for like flight games and stuff like you know uh afterburner and whatnot and i forgot the name of this controller but if you've seen it it's like this big circle and it has these two throttles on there it has like one throttle and then like a little you know other shit or whatever um so it didn't have joysticks but they looked like joysticks it was like a d-pad and a throttle and the buttons are where your where your fingers were and that's pretty much what a lot of people consider to be the precursor to the the sega saturn's 3d controller um which i think is pretty interesting but anyways yeah that pad is amazing and i specifically said that and not the genesis 6 button because the saturn 6 button has the shoulder buttons on there so yeah okay now nah, that makes sense then. yeah and yeah, the, the shoulder buttons do make i mean you have eight face buttons well you have six but I yeah. mean, you have eight active buttons right that's Six Very faces, handy. six face, two shoulder. Yeah, perfect, perfect two D game controller. Um, Agreed. But yeah, I was not thinking third party when you initially, uh, you know, when I when I made this thing. So I was actually going to go with the second generation Xbox three hundred and sixty controller for my favorite controller. Mm. Uh, it's not that I don't enjoy the Xbox One controllers. I definitely do. Mm. Uh, but the second gen had this really interesting feature mm. that uh, now the D pad's never been great, right? On the Xbox controller, yeah. <clears throat> arguably, whatever. Mm. But the second gen Xbox One pads had this like transforming D pad, if you remember. So you could like twist it, and it you know the actual D pad is like mm. raised, so where it's like more four directional. You could twist it again, and the sides would raise up, and you had more of like a disc sort of thing. Are you talking uh, about the the Elite controller? No, not the Elite Controller. The regular controller did that? The regular controllers had these. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I have I have a couple of them. Oh, okay. But, I mean, the, it's it's an Xbox 360 pad. But, I mean... 360 or I, 1? 360. Oh. <laughs> draw, it's like, no, what are you talking about? I'm super I will, confused. <laughs> I will, you know what? You, you have access to our Instagram. I will post a picture of one on our Instagram Absolutely. Uh, tonight. Which, so you'll <laughs> see it tomorrow, people. But I have a couple of them, actually, and I do really enjoy the smallness factor of the 360. Smallness factor, great. Smallness factor of the of the That's 360 good. controller compared. I love the Xbox One controller. In fact, I even like the the one we were talking about earlier, the uh, Xbox One S controller with the Bluetooth adapter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I have one with an earshot of me right now. I mean, that's like, you know, mm. <laughs> that's the go-to one. I have mm. eight or nine of those. Uh, just because I'm a sucker and I just keep buying collector's edition ones, so. uh, which we'll talk about how much of a sucker I am later uh, with something else I bought. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I had to go for third-party controllers, and the reason I didn't say a GameCube controller to start off with, because I love the GameCube controller, mm-hmm. that D-pad is trash because it's very tiny, yeah. and that C-stick is weird. Yeah. The GameCube controller is kind of weird for me, too, because, I mean, for certain games, especially Nintendo-specific games, uh, mm-hmm. it's great. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, for third-party games and, like, non-Nintendo games, not really so much. It, it's uh, iffy. But uh, but for the games that it, it works with, it works really well. And why, when you said third-party controllers, that made me think, PDP makes a GameCube controller for the Switch. Mm-hmm. I have two of them. I bought them for Smash. Mm-hmm. They work great. Because not only do they have two Z buttons on left and right, so you have four shoulder buttons at this point. Mm. The D-pad, I mean, not D-pad. Well, yeah, the D-pad is full size. Mm. 
It's not that little bitty tiny D-pad. And the C-Stick is actually bigger too. Okay. So they took all the issues I have with the GameCube controller and fixed them. Other than that, it's ergonomically exactly like the, the uh, regular GameCube controller. That, oh. that controller is fantastic. I think I've, I've seen, yeah, I've seen stuff like that. I'll post <clears> that <throat> one too. Why not? I'm just going to be on an Instagram yeah. posting controller for Go ahead. Fit right now. Not not right now. After the show. So our listeners can, can follow along. Yeah, there's a, there's a, I, I wanted to stipulate if third party controllers are going to be um, brought in or not because there's some really nice looking you know, third-party and collector controllers and stuff. There's also some really dumb-looking ones, too. But. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and of course, I really want, like, I really want that chainsaw controller, um, <laughs> that Resident Evil chainsaw. Just to say I want that one. <laughs> Just to say I have it, really. And there's another controller I specifically remember from original Xbox days. It was, like, two pistols side-by-side, mm. side, mm. <laughs> pistol grips with triggers and everything, mm. and then you had the buttons on top. Uh, I don't huh. remember what it was called, but it was like you were holding two guns with... Buttons on top of them. Oh, uh, yeah, it doesn't, that doesn't sound There was one in the shape of a dragon, I remember <clears> that. <throat> of course, you have SpongeBob, and I think there was a Batman one, and all this other stupid, crazy, crazy crap. They made um, <laughs> six-button fighting game controllers for N64 also. Um, yeah. Speaking of N64 controllers, I missed out. Today mm, was mm. the day you could get the N64 controller. <laughs> and I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. They're selling those things for like 50 bucks, right? <laughs> uh, you know I'm going to get one. <laughs> so I'm not buying the Sega controller. You, 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 that's not happening. I'll right. buy the N64 one. <laughs> yeah, Just so I can you know, feel authentic playing Banjo-Kazooie, which I could do on N64. And the controller is yeah. unique enough that it would feel weird playing N64 games on a regular-ass controller. Which I've tried so to do Certain games, yeah. yeah. I mean, I played through Banjo-Kazooie with an Xbox pad, you know, because it's Microsoft and I've played the Xbox Live version, but I've not played it in a while with an N64 controller. Mm. Oddly enough, my copy of Banjo-Kazooie is a Japanese copy. I don't know I don't know why. It just, mm. I mean, not like you need to read it. Okay. <laughs> but, <clears throat> well, that being said, I got a weird thing in my throat, if you can hear it. I sound uh, sexier than normal. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, what have you been up to? Why are you late to the party? For one, uh, I called you late to the party. Do you know why? Because uh, I'm just now starting up Breath of the Wild, I'm guessing. <laughs> just now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Just now, this man is getting around to Breath of the Wild. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, I didn't expect him to like it. He doesn't like open world games. This is documented. Yeah, I really don't. I really don't. But that you gave it. Not really a huge Zelda fan either. <laughs> yeah, you gave it a. a well, I mean, the little bit I heard, you gave it a positive feedback. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I played Breath of the Wild. I actually rented it a couple weeks ago on on uh, uh, from Gamefly, and I had, like, no desire to put it in the, the damn Switch. Because, I mean, normally I don't play the Switch very often. <coughs> but, you know, it just so happened this week, you know, my wife is off from work, and she was using the TV when I got home. And she was watching, like, you know, I don't know, like a makeup tutorial. Wife or like stuff. A, or, like yeah, a, you know. Fucking, or like a book. Wife stuff. That was hoarders. Or, <laughs> that's why I, I, I call it coming and my wife's watching, like, it's always, I make fun of her because she's always watching a show. I'm like, who has the problem with something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's always somebody yeah. has an issue. It has to be. It has to be. It's always an intervention on the TV. <laughs> But like, yeah, so, you know, and I'm like, eh, well, I could just use my phone or whatever. So pull up my phone. I start, I start doing, using remote play for, you know, do my daily shits and caravan stories. And then my switch is sitting right next to the couch, like 
you know, just chilling there. And I'm like, eh. Play me. Maybe, I, maybe I'll jump on Zelda for a little bit. So the, the, um, the last time I played it, I turn it on, start playing, and I'm moving around in the, 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 um, at the altar of resurrection. It's a shrine of resurrection, I guess, whatever. The okay, very, yeah, very the beginning. beginning of the game. Very beginning. And I'm just walking around. I'm like, oh, I guess that's all right. And I was like, man, that running control is weird. And then that was it. <laughs> and I just like turned it off there. But this time, I actually got through, um, I beat the first four shrines so that you get the the para the paraglider Parasail, thing parasail. Yeah. Um, so now I'm trying to get to the next areas, you know, um, the next couple of shrines. Now that I'm able to come down from that first, the yeah, you're plateau. off the great plateau. That's what I was about to ask you. Yeah. So yeah, I'm off the great plateau. Um, I mean, yeah, I like it so far. I mean, I think that the way that the graphics are set up, the way that the game itself is set up, is really well done. I mean, it's it's it looks good. But then it kind of like plays to the the strengths of like the switch or whatever. Nothing's really like super realistic looking, but everything's very oh, no. detailed, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's the you know grass is moving around and shit, and then um, uh, physics simulation is pretty is pretty decent and everything like that. I think it's real really well done, and I think that's something that Nintendo should do way more often instead of trying to make you know these ultra realistic games. On Xbox and you know and PlayStation, like dumbing them down to try to fit on a damn Switch, and, like building a game that is designed with the Switch in mind, and then go from there. Which technically this game was designed with the Wii U in mind, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. So I mean, I will say Zelda <clears throat> games in general are examples of that thing you just said, right? Yeah. They're always built exactly for the hardware. That's why Skyward Sword is like super narrow areas that are focused on puzzles because you know that's what the Wii could handle i think more third-party developers need to take note of this this is this is well known for like any you know nintendo uh, nintendo fan or whatever um and of course i already know about this but i just it really it just really reminded me that when i was playing the game so i thought that was pretty good the only bad things i could say about the game that really did annoy me was the controls uh I think, what was it, having to, because I think the initial control is B is to run and X is to jump. Having to press X to jump just, like, threw me way the fuck off. Now, there's an well, option. If you could, if, I know you don't play a lot of Zelda games, but jumping <clears> is <throat> normally not a thing at all. Yeah, you just, like, walk to the edge of, like, a, and of leap, something yeah. and then you just, like, leap off or whatever. Which, you know, it's funny. I kept trying to do that. I kept trying to, like, run off the edges of stuff and then uh, you wouldn't jump. Funny. So I'm like, can you do like a running jump? And it's like, how the fuck do you do a running jump if the buttons are so far away from each other? I'm like, fuck. But anyway, the control does get very complex, but you get used to it. Have you learned how to shield uh, shield surf yet? Uh, no. I've seen yeah, that. So you can take off your shield and and use it to surf down like mountains right. and stuff. So I've seen that. I've seen like a lot of the movement stuff and everything that people have been doing. I don't think I've gotten that far to do that. Is that something that you have to obtain or get, or do you nope. just do it? The, you can just do it. It's just a button combination. Um, a lot of things in this game, like you have, actually, I would say most of Breath of the Wild stuff, you can access 100% of everything the game offers from right from the get-go. Okay. Uh, the only thing you really, I guess, have to get or upgrade is those base uh, Sheikah rune abilities, like the bomb, the ice, you know, right. that sort of mm-hmm. And you can upgrade those. So, I mean, they do different things, obviously, when you upgrade them. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, 
I mean, I'd have to figure you want to go fight Ganon that. now, you can go do it. You can beat the game now. You can just go straight there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I like the way that's set up. I like how the game is really focused on, you know, combat and whatnot. Um, I think I, I sent you, like, a text about when it's when a game first came out, a lot of people were like, oh, this is like Nintendo Skyrim and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, I, I don't really, I don't think it is. And I, and I think I'm, I'm glad that it's not because I really don't like, you know, usually games like Skyrim the kind of games when there's just like a whole lot of shit to do and they're just like everywhere and, and then you just there's all these little points on the map and you have to collect shit and then you're just kind of like lost or whatever I mean you you can do that here if you want but it's not required of you which yeah. is kind of nice yeah it's not required I mean the the areas are open but then it never really feels like you don't know what you're supposed to be doing or where you're supposed to be going and it's easy to see pretty much everything so you're it's kind of you're not really lost that end there's not like a it's not like they're a long list of random quests and shit and side quests and whatever that get in the way either i guess unless you feel like wandering around and doing all the shrines it's really only a couple things you have to do uh you have to get the master sword Mm. you have to defeat the well i mean i say have to i would say to complete the game Mm. funny quotes uh, there are four divine beasts. There's all, essentially only four dungeons in the game. Hmm. Really, I mean, real dungeons. I remember people complaining about that when it first came out. There was, uh, I was one of them. Uh, there was like I, I wish dungeons. they had more <clears throat> traditional style dungeons. All the dungeons. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the bunny quotes a lot today, but yeah. um, they're all the same, really. Mm-hmm. They're the divine beast, and aesthetically, they're all the same. I know that was probably d- done to save on memory and stuff like probably. that. They just reuse a lot of the same assets. Yeah. And, and I was uh, I was surprised. Um, but yeah, like the shrines. The shrines are, are really small. They're pretty much just like one or two rooms uh, a lot of mm-hmm. times. And those reuse a lot of the same assets, too. Yeah. But whoever's designing them is, I mean, they got top-notch, top men designing those those levels right i mean they're well done yeah i mean i think it's i'm glad like i was grateful because i actually don't like when i'm playing you know zelda game and i'm like all right you get to a dungeon and i'm just like wandering around in this dungeon forever and then like trying to you know it's trying to get anywhere um in here the shrine's just like all right go in there get your shit all right get out you know get the fuck out get out i'm just like oh Oh, this is great. <laughs> and yeah, it kind of... I think there's 124 shrines, if I'm not mistaken. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. It's a, there's I've a done lot. done them all. But then they're, they're, they're short enough that I'm like, that's actually feasible. Like, I don't mind doing that. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of busy work bullshit to waste your time, which is... No, there's, there's which really is what I, which I what I like a lot. And some of the shrines are, like, just enemies that you have to kill. Mm. Like, I mean, there's not that many. They're, like, strong enemies. Mm. Um some of them require you to do stuff outside of the world, and then the shrine appears, and you just go in and get the thing, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of nice, too. Like, there's one that's uh, popular with everybody, including myself. Mm-hmm. You have to go to this, like, island in the middle of nowhere, and they mm-hmm. take everything from you. Mm-hmm. Every weapon, everything. And you have to survive on this island for a little while. It's like a survivor or something like that for a little <laughs> while. And then once you do, of course, uh, I mean, you get you get completion for that shrine, which is kind of dope. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like it. So I, I love all the the um, all the basic survival shit. I mean, you have to eat, you can cook stuff. One thing that I've learned, it's much more effective to at least where I'm at now, because I only have three hearts, and the first upgrade that I got oh. was for stamina, not for hearts. So, because mm. um, yeah, you definitely need the stamina, but you definitely need both of them. I'll just go ahead yeah. and say that. So, because when the very first enemy that um, 
where I was just like, oh shit, you know, was there's like a Bacoblin captain or some shit um, on the plateau, like kind of early, because all the Bacoblins you've met up until that point were pretty weak. Um, one thing that I think is weird though, Link doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He wakes up, he starts wandering around, and he's like, oh, ugly shit. Let me just run over there and fucking smack just kill it. <laughs> like, what? It didn't even do anything to you. So it's not like in most games. Not yet, yeah. Where you start getting, like, attacked or whatever. They're just chilling, mind their own business, and you just run over and kill them for no reason. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you have to play, play Age of Calamity to get that context. <laughs> I just thought that, 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 was, that was so weird. But anyways, yeah, so there's, like, a Bacoblin captain. He's in like a little hut thing and he's got like two or three others with him. There's one on like a with a bow and arrow high, you know, on a lookout. And yeah, yeah. that's typical. When I when I fight them, you know, they're easy. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm killing them. And then he comes out and I'm dodging this shit and everything. He hits me one time and I die. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Is that is that a blue one? Yeah, it was like a blue one and he had like a yeah, spiked it, club. You'll notice and everything. you'll notice how they go. They go red, blue, uh brown white uh, mm. i can't remember the the color scheme i think white is the strongest one right so i, I wasn't yeah, expecting for you know for him to be that strong right out of the gate i was like holy shit but you know obviously i i figured out how to get him or whatever but i was like okay so now it's kind of forcing you to figure out because you could just run up and just hit him a bunch of times but that's not always going to work so it's more fun to be strategic yeah yeah absolutely uh, yeah yeah which is which i you know which i think that was and it, There's usually some metal boxes nearby in those camps. I usually just pick those up and just like sling it around and just, <laughs> just take out like, everybody. Yeah, or you can just like throw bombs. Lots of times, if I'm like running for something, I just keep dropping bombs and like blowing up. Oh whatever. yeah, that's that's a that's a sound tactic. Yeah. Um, a lot of times too, they'll have like explosive barrels in there, mm. and they'll have, of course, the little uh, lantern in there, so you can shoot the lantern even if you don't have fire arrows, which at this point I doubt you would. I, but, I do. Uh, I actually have a, a good okay. amount of them. But even if you didn't, you could just knock the timber off the little campfire into the into the explosive. Right. So. And you know, like right outside of a shrine, there's like there's usually like some sort of treasure that you have to use the thing that you just got to be able to like get that treasure. Uh, well, that's that's at least during the abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Just the first part. So there's the one. There's the one that's nearby the ice shrine thing or whatever. Um, uh-huh. you, when you first get the, the, the magnet or, or whatever the fuck. So yeah. right outside there's a, no, not the magnet. It was the, the stop time one, uh, the stasis oh, one. Uh, so yeah, stasis. there's this gigantic rock outside and you know, of course I didn't go in the shrine yet. So I didn't know that I was supposed to get the stasis and stasis is going to allow you to stack damage to, you know, hit this thing or whatever. So I'm like this big ass rock and it's sitting on top of a, um, treasure box. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I go right next to it, and I drop two bombs, because I have the square and the, the circle bomb. You can drop one, switch to the other one, and drop that one. So you can drop two instead of, like, one or whatever. So I drop two of those and, like, wedge it, like, right underneath the rock and blow the rock out of the way and then get the thing. And then yep. when I go inside, it's like, oh, you can do this to move heavy objects. So I was like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the game excels at, uh, absolutely, and this is the best part about this game, Every single problem has multiple solutions. Right. They do not like shoehorn you into a, a way. Like you can figure out, you know, don't don't just be like, oh, what would a game developer think when you think of it? Just think of like, how would I actually do this? Right. Right. And you'll probably figure it out. Which is the same for like when I had to get to this ice shrine, and I'm walking around, and it's starting to get cold. It's like, oh, you got to, you know, 
He's like, oh, it's too cold out here. You can start losing health. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So, you know, yeah. I'm walking around. I'm, like, grabbing uh, torches, lighting them up, um, lighting up, like, grass and shit on the way. Yeah. You know, going around. But, yeah, anyway. Um, so, like, for that example, you could have the torch. Yeah. You could eat spicy food. Right. Or you, or could, you could dress warmly. Or you can, um, you can like, light up, uh, like, bacoblin weapons or whatever. Any wooden yeah. weapon, you light them on fire and it'll, it'll work, mm-hmm. too. It makes a torch. Which I, which I think is great. But, um, yeah, so you can cook food. But I noticed that right now, because my health is so low, I can just throw ingredients at the fire instead of cooking it and then roast yes. them. If stuff is near the fire, you could make like roasted apples yeah. or something like that. Yeah. If I roast them individually, it's more effective because since I only have three hearts, when you cook something, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it gives you five hearts or it gives you six hearts. It's like, well, I don't have that many anyway. So instead of like using all these ingredients to give me one thing that's going to heal me once for six hearts, I could like roast them all individually yeah, and have like a I mean, bunch that's of two smart hearts. Smart to do, yeah. So that's what I've been, I just, every time I find a fire, I just like, you know, load up shit and then like fucking drop it in there, roast them on. And like, so I have like a shit ton of roasted apples and stuff now. But um, and you don't have to necessarily find a fire either. Um, you can also just drop wood on the ground and light it on fire and that makes a fire. Right. So wherever you are. <laughs> so yeah, so. I mean, yeah, I like it a lot. And I, it honestly reminds me of when I was playing um, Dragon's Dogma because in Dragon's Dogma, um, not really the combat itself. But being able to just, like, you just kind of walk around and, you know, if you need to get somewhere, you just climb up, like, a mountain or whatever the fuck to get there and then attack you just go sh- out of your way. You know, attack the shit and then, you know, keep moving or whatever. So it's not, there, there wasn't a, even though it was a large area, it wasn't really an open world game, if that even makes any sense. It's like an open world, but not an open world game. So it's not like, a, it's not like a bunch of, you know, bullshit fetch quests and things that you need to do, um, which I like a lot. So, yeah, I'm going to keep playing it. <clears throat> All I can think of Dragon's Dogma is, like, the shit they're yelling at you half the time. Right. Like, when um, the pawns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, over and over. It's like, oh, I think we should take a rest now. I'm like, bitch, we just woke yeah. up. <laughs> like, Let's be doubly sure of our destination, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. But anyways. Oh, the path is man. dangerous at night. <laughs> I really wanted to get that... Um, have that uh, online version come over here from Japan, and that never worked. I want to get back to playing that game. I played it on the 360 days, and when they had that new version or whatever come out for modern consoles, I picked it up, and I didn't play much of it, but it ran so much better, and I, I wanted to play it again. I wanted it at 60 frames. When I, I first saw that come yeah, out... I mean, that would have been ideal. I was so... I was like, oh, man, that's great, because I love, you know, Dragon's Dogma. And then it was like, oh, it's still at 30. And I'm like, why? Why don't you just not do it? <laughs> What's the point of making an enhanced version that's not that much better? I have it than on the PC original? technically, so I could play it at sixty frames if oh, I Jesus. really wanted to sit at the computer, which I don't. That annoyed me. Uh, that Steam Deck, man. Eventually, <laughs> it would be great if you know Nintendo does have an upgraded console, so you could play Breath of the Wild at sixty. That would be great. It's not terrible mm-hmm. right now because it kind of looks more movie-like, I guess. In his presentation, so it doesn't really bother me too much. I mean, you adapt, and there's oh, yeah. not that many drops. There are drops, but they're not. Oh yeah, yeah, there's definitely. They're not obnoxious. <laughs> I don't. I would say most of the time. At yeah, least, so. it's usually just uh, like fire and climbing up trees. But yeah. Yep. Uh, what else you been playing, man? That, that we talked quite a bit about Breath of the Wild. Right. <laughs> um, like what? Four years? Four or five years too late? I mean, uh, you're a little bit late. <laughs> it came out in 2017, so. But yeah, so I played a little bit of the Battlefield beta. I talked a little bit about it last time. Yeah, you talked about it last weekend. I actually like played um, quite a bit more over the weekend. Um, 
and I was playing with a with a friend of mine. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get on the show at some point. Yes, um, do so. Doug. We need a guest. We haven't had a guest in a while. Yeah, we definitely should do that. I considered asking Nintendo Fangirl if she wanted to come on for some uh, Animal Crossing stuff, but I was like, eh, she's probably busy. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when I was um, the game, so there's there are two bespoke versions of Battlefields. <laughs> um, so we found that out the hard way because he had actually downloaded the regular Xbox One version that had the Series X version. And I had to sit there and wait for him to download the Series X version, and that shit took forever. But anyway, um, why would he not just get that one to start off with? <laughs> I guess like he had he didn't realize that there was two different versions, and somebody else mm. was like, "Oh, you should get on Battlefield," and so he just like you know clicked on the. Oh, okay, I got you. But yeah, so um, it looks amazing. It's honestly it's crazy. This is probably, and it's it's really nobody's really talking about that. You know, it's really mm-hmm. understated. They uh, they keep they just keep going on and on and on about like the beta glitches, you know the 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 stuff popping in and out and you know the colors and blah blah whatever. Which is I mean, come on, it's a beta. But at a base level, it looks really really good. It's hmm. uh, it's trying to hit 4K and it's trying to hit 60. Like that's what they're targeting 4K 60 in this game, where there's 128 people walking, you know, running around. And it's this huge ass fucking map, and it's just when you when you first load in, you're just like looking around. It's amazing, because um, one thing that shooters do not do, there's very very little environmental interaction in most shooters. Shooters, which I mean, Battlefields always let you like destroy buildings and stuff. But besides yeah. just that, like you mentioned last week, actually, that was part of your thing. How stuff moves, right? Yeah, so. grass <laughs> is swaying, like trees are moving around when fog comes up. You know. The um the weather's dynamic, so as you're playing, it can be like you know bright and sunny, and then it starts raining, and then like you know wind picks up and it's like blowing through the trees and stuff, and there's leaves everywhere. Um, you can see like bugs and stuff flying around and shit. You can play this game with bots, right? You can. I'm per- not probably not the beta. Not the beta, but I think the real game. Yes, the real game. I think the real game will have bots. I might so, have to give this a shot then. The, and yeah, the environment is insane. It just it makes Call of Duty look like you're playing with like plastic soldiers or something or plastic wow, toys. Wow, damn! I'm burned. Super serious. Like this, it looks really, really, really good. And the fact that it's so crispy clean at the same time is just like it's amazing. I don't know how the fuck they're doing that. And like all this interaction with like all these people running around is just is insane. But um, yeah, I mean you 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 can see water like. Uh, you can see raindrops like on your gun. You know, you can look up and see uh, raindrops and shit like that. Like no other shooter is doing that. None of them. Uh, I think we're gonna get to the point in this generation where people start know how to tweak the hardware a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, uh, did you? I'm sure you've probably seen all over the internet that uh, ride. I think it's Ride Four, or maybe it's yeah, like a Jet I've Moto game. Looks that. amazing! Yeah, Holy does. hell! And you know, it's funny. I just want to see that. I just want to play it just to see it. I've played like the older ones, um, and I just thought it was just like a janky indie racing game because there's a lot of indie racing games, you know, out right now. Um, so when I saw that about Ride Four, I was like, "Ah, oh, it does look pretty good. <laughs> it looks really yeah, good. it looks amazing." <laughs> but yeah, um, and I saw Digital Foundry's um, video on explaining all about it and everything. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't even look at that. So yeah, I might have to. There's um, I mean, there's definitely some issues with Battlefield though. Um, uh, but a lot of that stuff, I'm sure, is just like beta stuff. 
positive um, positive outlook though right yeah so yeah. far i mean i'm still planning nice. on getting it um more way more so than vanguard i don't i don't know if i'm gonna i'll probably just <laughs> rent vanguard just to like play through the campaign and just like give it back uh probably do the same yep but yeah like so the next thing i was playing was um astria ascending so you've ascended speaking of like crispy clean vis- uh, visuals um this is absolutely well, I don't know for sure, but I think it's what is this okay. exactly again? Because the name sounds familiar, but it's I'm drawing a blank. So explain to me and the listeners. So this is a 2D um, JRPG. So this is this the one that kind of looks like a Vanillaware game, but isn't it? It looks like game? yeah, it absolutely looks okay. like a Vanillaware game, but it, it, okay. it is not a Vanillaware. Okay, game. that's what I thought it was, but I was like, <laughs> let me just double check on that. They're using like pretty much the exact same um, visual style and character design. Because, like, there be some female characters that has that vanillaware stamp of approval. You know, just okay. ass is crazy huge, you know, thighs are <laughs> thick as fuck. You know, that it's kind a of one, thing. one part of their body is oh, ridiculous, yeah, the, usually. The main character, which there's there's eight um, characters in your, in your party um, that you can play as. And it gives you all eight right off the bat, which I thought was pretty oh, interesting. nice. So, um, and it actually introduces them, you know... In like the first five minutes and stuff, and it takes you straight to like, hey, we got to go fight these guys. Let's go. So you learn a story as you go, but there's not like a lengthy tutorial of trying to like figure shit out. You're just like, all right, you already know how to do this. Let's go. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. The main character, um, I think her name is Ulan or something like that. So yeah, just from like the initial title screen, she's on the front of there huge ass thighs on this thing i was like yeah i'm sure this is they had maybe it's maybe it had some like ex developers from vanillaware or something i don't know maybe maybe, um but yeah so i mean it looks great um it plays pretty well it has it's it it uses the um it plays similarly to the what is that game now and now i'm I'm drawing a blank the um oxpath traveling so it plays similar to that so what i mean by that is there's like a focus system, right? So when you um, you have like these certain points, and of course, if you add these points before you do something like an attack or you know magic or whatever, it makes it more uh, powerful uh, going by a percentage or whatever. So if you have like three or four points, then you get like two hundred percent more attack, blah, blah blah, whatever. So the thing though that is different, how you get it is different. So just like the brave points in um in uh uh bravely default bravely default or <laughs> like how it works in um in octopath traveler you cannot when you defend you don't build those points so defending hmm. is its own thing i don't really like that i kind of wish they did it like bravely default where you gain those points from defending i mean that kind of makes sense in the context of you know it, that reality it, may, it makes a lot of sense and the thing is in a lot of games that's what, that was another reason why i love bravely default Defending has always been one of those things you could do in like every JRPG, and it's never been useful, ever. It's always been more useful to just attack again than it is to sit there and defend. Like, why would you defend when you can just attack again and just kill it, you know? I don't think I've played any other game where defending was useful. And this is another one of those games, because you don't know exactly what the you know enemy character is going to do, unless, of course, you know what the boss is doing. Like, the boss is you know, charging up for an attack and then you tell everybody to defend or whatever. I mean, yeah, then. But, I mean, nobody... Who's going to sit there and randomly defend? Yeah, whatever. So, there's a there's an actual, like, focus um, 
like uh uh command spit it out that you can do <laughs> yeah i got you but when you do the focus command it gives you one but it's only temporary for that turn but then it doesn't tell you how the turns like what the turn order is it doesn't tell you how long the turn is and there's, you're turning me away from this game already <laughs> it's kind of i mean it's definitely worth playing and there's a lot of it's on game pass right yeah it's on game pass so, so it's, yeah it's free. it might be worth trying for that but yeah what you're describing to me right now is some stuff i don't want to play it's uh <laughs> it's really hard to describe well it's so, yeah. It has a lot of um, great quality of life um, uh, stuff going on in there, too. So you can change specifically, you know, how much experience non-party members can get. Um, so in a lot of games, you know, if okay. you don't play somebody, you don't get any experience. This game, you can actually control that. So you can have it, you can set it to like 25, 50, 75, 100. Okay, so e- as an EX share, but you can divvy it up how yeah, you feel. Yeah, like, that's kind of so nice. I, left it on I do like 100 because I hate having to like sit there and you know grind people out or whatever. So you don't have to do that in this game. You can switch your character at any time, just like in you know Final Fantasy X, which is great because okay. you know every person at least right now has a set job. It looks like they have like base jobs and secondary jobs you can get. I don't know what those are yet, so I don't know how that's going to work. But right now, everybody has a set job. Um, and the way that the characters are designed and how their jobs work, I think, is is, is pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's that the one focus thing is kind of, I don't know. The only way you can get focus points without hitting that focus button, really, is by hitting a, um, a weak point for monster. Like, say they're weak to fire damage, you hit them with, like, a fire attack or whatever, and then you get two points then. I don't really like that, because I think in Octopath Traveler, every time you attack, you get one point. And then if you hit a weak spot, you get more points. In this one, if you just do a regular attack and you don't hit like a weak point, you don't get anything. And if you defend, you don't get anything. Yeah. So you have to like kinda go seems out like of it's your a, way a, to use it. <laughs> yeah, that kind of seems like a thing they wanted to implement but didn't really know how to do right. it. They're going out of their way to be different when they should have just... They, yeah, they should have yeah, just did that. Because, I mean, now you have to like go out of your way to always hit their weak point. Or, like, you're just not going to be able to use those focus things at all. Or you can waste turns by, you know, doing the, having somebody else hit focus or something. I don't know. It makes defense, yeah. like, completely worthless. At least from what I played. Um, and it's still worth trying out, though, because it is free. It is on Game Pass. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I didn't really... I didn't get back for blood. I didn't even... I couldn't bother. <laughs> so... But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I might as well jump on that, because uh, I did play some Back for Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on, I had it pre-installed. I say pre-installed, they just update it. They just pretty much have the icon on there, and then they're like, oh yeah, it's the next day, and then they install it for you then. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I played through the first, I played, I was playing it solo, by the way. Mm. I will say, um, per my complaints from the beta, mm. they fixed the fact that the, the, NPCs, I don't. Maybe they took my recommendation specifically. Personally. Yes, I'm, I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, they do not yammer as much. Okay, <laughs> thank God because they would not shut the hell up in the first thing, and I was just like, stop talking. <laughs> uh, I mean, just no. It was like this podcast, just nothing, no, no, no breath of air. <laughs> but but um, yeah, so I played through the first area, pretty much what we played through. Yeah, I mean, that's we played through pretty much the first level or so. Right. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, I'm done. Really? I, I already deleted it. Yeah. The thing is, it's fine. Yeah. And that's the problem, though. Yeah. The card system, I don't care about, really. All right. Because I don't really pay attention to what's going on with it. Mm. 
The combat itself is fine. Everything's fine. There's nothing broken with the yeah. game from a standpoint. But I'm constantly just thinking, wow, this is like Left 4 Dead, but this Left 4 Dead does it better. Yeah. Left 4 Dead does this better. Left 4 Dead. So I'm just like, <clears throat> I just play Left 4 Dead. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like, you know? That's 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 how I that's how I felt too when we were playing it before. I was just kinda like I mean, no, it's it's not a bad game. It looks it's good not, and it it's plays fine. well. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just it just wasn't fun to me. You know, it just seemed like yeah. it didn't do anything the like enemies, extremely well. <laughs> like the zombies and stuff, they're manageable the whole time. And yeah, I know I could just jack the difficulty up, but right. I shouldn't have to. Right. Just to do that. Just to make them cheap, essentially. Mm. You know? Even on like even on uh easy or normal or whatever whatever, you know, on Left for Dead you felt like you had an appropriate challenge. I have this on normal here, and I'm just like... Just blowing through everything. I know they're <laughs> brain-dead zombies, but like I shouldn't be able to just like stand in a doorway while they funnel in and just take them all out, you know? Right. With a With a hatchet. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem like... To me, um, a big thing that I really didn't like was how much shit there was. Uh, I think I kind of whistled a little bit there. But... Yeah, you know, how like there's so many attachments. There's so many guns. There's so many attachments. You know, there's all this stuff, and then there's all these cards. They try to overcomplicate something that really didn't need to be it is, that complicated. It is a, it is a very overdesigned game. Over, and you don't uh, you don't need any of that because nothing you that you're you fighting really needs like necessitates. Just give me gun, gun to shoot thing. I mean, it's a zombie. I really need. Why do I need to? Why do I need to get like a? a I mean, I even have to... that. Co- I even have that complaint about Left 4 Dead Two to a degree, and I like Left 4 Dead Two. I'm not mm. pooing on it or anything. Mm. I like Left 4 Dead One though because of its simplicity. Mm. it's a limited amount of guns i mean you already you know what to do you don't have to learn anything right. you could just jump in i could jump into left 4 dead one anyone could jump into left 4 dead one right now and have a good time mm. and not be confused by anything yeah yeah it took so, it took left 4 dead 2 to the extreme which i i didn't think left 4 dead 2 was that bad because it did add some not, guns and stuff it's not but this game but they took they, it's like they <laughs> built upon left 4 dead 2 even and i'm just like left 4 dead 2 was as far as it needed to go i, I don't get so. the point for attachments and especially having like different like power levels and everything like yeah 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 oh this red dot side's better than this red dot side like yeah i mean i'm, I'm not even aiming down the site to be real like i'm just running and gunning yeah there's like a hundred zombies <laughs> why, why does that exactly. even matter i'm not so i'm dumb. not sniping these things from a mile off i'm just running and gunning so but yeah i already deleted it this is a uh very very busy like time of year yeah as far as games go so yeah. i'm just like you know what uh the same thing with far cry last week that did i talk about far cry last week i don't no i didn't no no you didn't but i did play far cry not a fan so i'll just i'll just go ahead and say that right now Mm. i played a little bit i was like fine send it back to gameplay yeah same thing with this except for it was on game pass i went ahead and deleted it there are like i say there's so much right now i can get back to far cry later or i can get back to this later if i feel like it but right now it's uh it's not important to me so yeah it's time to move on um as per my uh, weekly judgment, lost judgment update, I finished the game. I think last week I was on episode 11 of 13. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I only had two chapters to go. So. <laughs> Went ahead and knocked them yeah, out. Yeah, I finished it. It was really good. That's the best I can say about it. They kind of set up a sequel, which makes me happy. I hope it'll happen. Mm. Uh, they didn't necessarily set up a sequel, but they left it open enough. There's enough unanswered questions to where a sequel could potentially go back and address some of those things, and I was cool with it. Mm. Um, I don't like it as much as the first one. I will say, if I had to give this like a rating out of ten or whatever, I you know, and I gave the first one a nine, I'd probably give this one like an eight. Mm. So almost as good, but not as good. Okay. 
Um, is it because you feel like you've done like all that before or the story or maybe, uh, and the pacing's a little weird. Mm. Um, I will say two things that kind of brought it down. The pay, the story is way too complex. Mm. Like if I wasn't actively playing this, I'd be lost as hell. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's very complex. And, and even, you know, I talked about like a dragon not that long ago and how the last 10% of that game, um, is amazing and it starts to wrap up all these plot points and everything comes together and the ending i'm just like oh you know mm -hmm. uh lost judgment does the opposite the <laughs> last 10 percent of the game i'm like what is there to do like <laughs> like like just get on with it <laughs> like i know what needs to happen let's just do it uh, like i usually hate that <laughs> um i'm just like especially the chapter 13 like i'm sitting there and it's like seven o'clock i've been going to bed at nine because i have to get up early mm. So I'm sitting there. It's like seven. I'm like, oh, I could do this. Mm. I know it needs. I, we're going to the final place, but like you go to the final place. There's literally like a hundred guys outside. <laughs> you go down a floor. There's like a zillion guys in that room. <laughs> you go down. There's a zillion guys in that room. I'm like, oh my god. I know the bad guy. <laughs> the big baddie's just up ahead. Can I just get to him, please? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Uh, um, yeah. I usually hate that yeah, kind of so thing. Yeah, <laughs> so stuff like that, I'm, it's just like they're padding it out yeah. a little bit too much right there. So uh, I don't want to talk negatively about it. I did enjoy my time with it, but, yeah, it's, t it's time to move on. I'm glad that I finished it, and I, I'm on to New Horizons. Mm. No uh, Animal Crossing pun intended. I mm. uh, got to do a little bit more on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Mm. Uh, I think I was Vegeta and Nappa had arrived last time. Okay. I just defeated the second form of Zarbon as Vegeta. Mm -hmm. So I think the Ginyu Force is about to pop up. I'm on Namek now. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm making appropriate progress there. Mm. Uh, that game, it looks good on Switch. Um, speaking of Switch, I, as, <laughs> as per my nickname, I guess, at the beginning of the show, <laughs> after swearing up and down, I wasn't going to, <laughs> I bought a Switch OLED. Yep. <laughs> because the opportunity... In my defense, the opportunity was right. there for me. <laughs> yeah. So had presented itself. I, you know, I know a lot of people can't get them, and I was like, I could just buy one of these right now, <laughs> and I did. So I, I did get rid of my other Switch though, so I don't feel as bad. <laughs> GameStop's giving crazy money for your original Switch, so um, I think it was two sixty, two forty, two sixty, something like that. It was like almost the cost of a Switch. Right. Cool. Yeah. But uh, this thing looks amazing. Hmm. Uh, it looks really good. I, I haven't played a ton of it yet just because I have been busy for work. Uh, a couple games I will go over. I did pick up Metroid Dread that day. Mm -hmm. uh, that game is not for me. Really? Okay. It's too fucking hard. <laughs> I know that's like really like, it just sounds like a, a bitch thing to say, but it is <laughs> like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> like, I got caught by, the, I mean, mind you, it loads relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. Game is beautiful. It looks and runs and controls fine mm. but like i can't remember exactly what happened but i got relatively far and then if you go into the area with the emmy and if you're not familiar listeners the emmy is like this robot character there's multiple ones by the way mm. if it hears you mm. it chases you if it catches you you're screwed <laughs> and you would think oh samus is nice and quick and nimble no this thing comes after your ass <laughs> and if if it catches you you're just done uh. the game even says you have a insanely small i can't remember their wording but you have you do have a chance to like parry their attack and escape mm. 
but they I think they say it's almost impossible. Like it's like a one percent chance of it actually happening. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This game is insanely hard, and that's actually a lot of the reviews I've been seeing say talking about how hard it is, and it is I want to experience it though, so I'm I hate to say I'm just gonna watch somebody play on YouTube. <laughs> so Oh man. Well, I mean, does it have like different difficulty settings or I don't think No. I don't think Metro usually does though. No, I'm thinking it does it. not. Yeah. Now, mind you, I thought Metroid Samus Returns, the 3DS one, was hard, mm. but I did get through it. Mm. This game is like that, but harder. <laughs> this is not a this is not an everyone Nintendo game. <laughs> this is hard as hell. So, uh, if you read it, I'd be curious to see what you uh, what you think of it. Uh, I ain't got that kind of time though. So, it's interesting. Yeah. On the Switch OLED though, too, because it is Halloween time, and I'm like, cool. Mm. I'm going to play a spooky game. Mm. What spooky game is good with dark? You know, you know it would look good on this OLED. Mm. Popped in Luigi's Mansion 3. I beat that when it came out. That was two years ago. Mm. That game looks amazing. <laughs> Even not just for the Switch OLED, but it looks amazing on the OLED because it's pure, you know, pure black or whatever. Mm. And there's a really a lot of dark areas in that game. Mm. That is probably, and I'm going to have to think real hard about this, that might be the best looking Switch game. Hmm. Okay. The game looks amazing. It's high praise. <laughs> uh, it is it looks amazing. The animation quality is the best in any game probably. It's so good. That runs at like, uh 60 frames, doesn't it? Luigi's I Mansion? don't think it does. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, I don't I can't tell. It's smooth, I'll tell you that much. Mm. But it looks amazing and it it runs smooth and just Everything is so well animated. <laughs> Luigi just every. <laughs> the best I can say is play it or look up a YouTube video and like look at just every little nuance thing that happens. Doesn't even look repeated. It looks all very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get very far into that. I've beaten the game before, so if I don't get back to it, you know, whatever is what it is. But I've been playing it mainly. Uh, handheld at night just because i'm just like oh this game is great the only thing i a little minor gripe about the switch oled Mm -hmm. a couple of times i thought the system cut off it didn't it just went to a black screen (laughs) so it's like oh okay it's just completely black instead of gray now all right cool that's nice (laughs) but then i hit the power button and actually turn it off that's nice that's a um i saw i watched a little bit of digital digital foundries um like hardware review or whatever. Um, they yeah. liked it. They liked it a lot. And it looked, pretty, it looked really good. Uh, it, it, my impressions on it overall, it's it's not graphically more powerful. We all know right. this, right? So like right. um, the Joy-Cons, I still have to have a grip to make them feel comfortable like in a handheld setting. Mm-hmm. I got a grip off of Amazon for 10 bucks. whatever. It was nothing. It just adds a little handle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual system, though, itself, for one, has a glass screen, mm-hmm. which uh, just that alone... It's way better than that plastic one. Mm. The whole thing feels premium. Mm. It feels like way more premium than the regular Switch. Mm. Uh, It's kind of like picking up a Toshiba laptop Mm. and then picking up a Microsoft Surface. Mm. You've touched both of these things, I'm sure, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one clearly feels of a higher build quality. (laughs) Right. So, Hmm. uh, and and that's kind of how it feels. Where I mean, and even in the kickstand, they I think they stole straight from Microsoft Surface. It has that full body back kickstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, the thing feels good. At the extra screen size, you wouldn't think would make a big difference, but just that little bit extra makes a world of difference. Mm. 
So uh, I could definitely recommend it if you're the type to play handheld at all. If you don't, then no, nah, not really. So the only thing uh, it's kind of <laughs> it's like I'm not using my Switch Lite now <laughs> to play handheld. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. I'd probably travel around if I if I take it with me. I'll probably just take the Switch Lite with me. But you know, I'm thinking uh, if it's if it gives you because I remember you was telling me how much um uh what's it called uh. Uh, how much trade value the GameStop was given for it? I might not, mm-hmm. if they're still doing that, if, when they still have some around or whatever, I might actually uh, try to get one myself. Uh, I, I got two. Yeah, I have to look it up. I'm pretty sure it was two sixty. Now, mind you, I am a pro member, bunny ears again. Right. Yeah. Uh, so if you're not, you can always just put in my number and get the pro benefits. Uh, I think I got a little bit extra for that. I actually got rid of my P, uh, uh, my launch PS4 as well. I got two ten for it. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, so I actually, I, I actually got a lot of money from GameStop this week, <laughs> <laughs> and I got rid of a uh, PS4 camera as well. I think I got like thirty bucks out of that. So yeah, um, you got anything else? Anything else you want to discuss before we take our little break? Uh, no, that's it. No, that's it. Okay, well we'll be right back after a short break to talk about the news. And we're back at the 59-minute minute mark, if I remember that right, so I can find it later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, man, a lot of news this week. Um, did you get around to watching Squid Game yet? I forgot to ask you. No, I have not. That's the hot topic. I'm dating the episode right now because that's a hot topic right yeah, now. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's on fucking Squid Game. And you know, everybody that I know that doesn't normally watch any kind of foreign stuff... Like any kind of sub, oh, they're stuff. all about it. They're right all now, about they? it. And they're like, "Hey, have you seen that yet?" And I'm like, "Bro, this is you know this." Don't let that turn you off. It is, it is pretty good. <laughs> the only thing, the only reason I bring it up mm-hmm. is because we were just talking about Lost Judgment. Yeah, yeah, the dub. And I'm going yeah. back and forth. The guy I watched the dub. Mm-hmm. The guy that is the main character in the dub mm-hmm. of Squid Game is the same guy that voices your main character <laughs> in Lost Judgment, and they even kind of look the same a little bit. So it's like yeah, especially with the hair, like a mind yeah. fuck a little bit. Yeah, that is interesting. Oh, actually, you know, yeah. I recently heard um, that the new uh, Cowboy Bebop, um, when that gets the Japanese dub, they're using all the original uh, voice actors from oh, that's the, awesome. uh, from the anime. Which is interesting. That is pretty dope. <laughs> that is pretty dope. I have to uh, listen to that too. Uh, even though I love the English dub for Cowboy Bebop, I think it's fantastic. Mm. Uh, what have we got for news this week? Uh, you might be able to get a PlayStation Five this holiday. Maybe if you don't have one already, of course, <laughs> or if you're a scalper, I guess. <laughs> so, hopefully, you're not a scalper. If you are, stop listening. I don't want you around. <laughs> um, Sony has opened direct registration. Uh, a direct resi- uh, oh, Jesus, I'm tripping all over this. <laughs> a direct registration system that will give people in the U.S. a chance to purchase a PlayStation Five. This is from IGN directly, but that's why it sounds like I'm reading because I am. Yeah. However, not just anybody with a PSN uh, can sign up. Uh, let's see. There will be limited number of consoles. Uh, you essentially have to sign up for. Pretty much a lottery. That's kind of what yeah, comes across. They did that before, um, a couple of times. They before. did it before, but it looks like they're opening it up a little bit more. Um, <sighs> emails will start coming out in November for you to sign up. 
Um, that seems like a big gamble. It's it's <laughs> so. it's annoying that it's still like this a year later, but you know, mm-hmm. uh, all these shortages and um, component uh, uh, component shortages and whatnot have hit everybody pretty much. Oh yeah, um, oh, not yeah, just the gaming. Industry, I think you have so. a hard time finding a lot of consoles this holiday. You're gonna have a hard time finding a lot of stuff, like period. Because even at, at work, you know, we ordered uh, a ton of laptops and we didn't get them till like months later. So it's it's that's true. I mean, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, the place I work at is doing a remodel and a lot of the stuff. It was supposed to have been done. Yeah, <laughs> and we're still doing it because stuff's just not there. So. Yeah. Supply shortages, but yeah, um, if you register online, they're going to start sending out uh, emails in November if you're chosen, mm. and then you'll have the access to buy a PS5 or the digital or disc one. Mm. Uh, there will be a time limit, so you have to, you know, keep keep an eye on your email, and when it pops up, that's what you got. But I mean, of course, you'll have obviously other places to go as well. But that's yeah. uh, that's where you're at. I'm so, so glad I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Good luck. Me out there too. To any listeners that yeah. are still trying. <laughs> Still find a good fight. <clears throat> yep. Man, you just got to stay on top of it, man. Uh, that's that's the best I can say. Stay on top of it, and you will prevail eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Xbox is doing to provide users uh, with uh, repair options for their systems? Uh, so it looks like Microsoft uh, is talking about you know, looking into allowing users to repair their own con- uh, consoles. So, really, right now, if you open it and try to do anything with it, um, you know, that's going to void their warranty. Um, so, they're looking at ways that they can allow people to repair them without voiding the warranty, um, hmm. which is something I think is, is really big because, you know, the entire industry has kind of moved away from um, being able to repair your own stuff, which... If we go back to the 60s and 70s, you know, and even earlier than that, when you got something, a lot of times you can get like repair manuals and schematics and stuff to like fix your own shit. Like if your radio messes up, then you can open that shit up and then, you know, put in a new vacuum tube or whatever. Um, it's not the case like that anymore. You know, you open no. anything up and, you know, it's done. Um, it's immediately warranty voiding. And then a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of companies um, actively fight against people who try to repair their own stuff, which is like Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching videos on how on the new iPhone 13, if you remove the screen and replace the screen, even if everything, you know, if you do anything with changing out the screen at all, uh, and you plug everything back up, you know, exactly like how it was, the camera will not work anymore. Face ID will not work anymore. Wow. All that stuff is just that's, like... That's trash. All that stuff is turned off. So, of course, you know, a lot of repair shops and everything was mad about that. Um, I don't know if they've resolved that or if they've changed their mind about that or what's going on. There's probably, like, some sort of uh, way to do it that you they only tell people that are Apple certified. Right. If you're an Apple certified uh, repair shop or, of course, if you take it to the Apple store... They can rekey it because the thing of is, course. all this stuff has individual serial numbers, and if they don't match, then it's going to be like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" You know, so you have to take it to <laughs> get them. out of here. Um, so you know, the whole right to repair thing is a pretty big thing right now. Um, I would absolutely like for that to become a thing. Um, I mean, you should yeah. be able, to, you know, you should be able to fix your own stuff if you know what you're doing, and if you don't, I know mean, what you've you're been doing, you've then. been fixing stuff for a while. That's actually. Yeah. What you were doing when I met you, you were fixing game consoles. Right, so. right. So it, it's, yeah, not being able to do that is just, 
And you know, um, as long as you know, the, I think the worst part of it is once you get to a certain point where it's not being supported anymore. Um, if they still have lockouts, where just like with the PS4 CMOS thing or the PS4 um, like CMOS battery or whatever that it had, uh, if it locks you out when that battery dies and you can't really like get in there to change anything, remember, or whatever, I don't know if we talked about that. You remember they updated? They did update that. that. Won't happen. They did update yeah. that. But the fact that that was there and then people had to complain yeah, about all. it before they you know fix that was kind of yeah. No, I'm sure they would have never done anything. Had yeah, no one nobody said anything. said anything about it. So that's kind of like you know. There's probably a lot of other situations like that that's still out there. Um, so, yeah, that this is definitely something I hope, you know, it goes well for them. And then they kind of start a trend. Because, I mean, really, they started the whole um, uh, crossplay trend to, you know, the point now where pretty much everybody's doing it, which I think is great. Um, well, they popularized it anyway um, by, like, sending shots to Sony on Twitter or whatever. Um, but, yeah, of course, you know. Um, a lot of that stuff would be helpful for helpful for us as gamers. Um, Thankfully, I've been relatively, you know, lucky with not having stuff. I've only had one console ever really crap out on me. That was a Dreamcast, mm-hmm. um, and and that's just because I I know that like that laser is not there. So. Yeah, yeah, I've had a couple. Yeah, so uh, I've had the Yellow Light of Death on my PS3. I've had um, Red Ring on my 360 once, and I got it repaired. Never had a Red Ring, but I always upgraded the console before that got around to happening, so, you know. Uh, Speaking of Xbox stuff, uh, next bit of news, I guess. This is not really a news. I just kind of read it in, like, a uh, rumor thread. Mm. This is uh, Game Leaks and Rumors subreddit. Yeah. Uh, So there's the rumor is that backwards compatibility stuff starting to gear back up. Thank God. I yeah. <laughs> can't wait. So here's a small list of games that were rumored in a, I think it was some sort of data mine or something like that. Um, I don't have the full story here, mm. but I, I mainly wanted to throw across these games that were there because all of them, minus one I really care about, mm. excite me, you know? Mm. Uh, so we got Jet Set Radio Future, which I always thought was crazy. That was never backwards compatible. Mm. That game is fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, Max Payne 3, which is also quite a good game. Yeah. Binary Domain, which is fantastic. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. The less said about oh, the better. That's, yeah, that's not either. That's pretty interesting. Okay. The only good thing about Marvel Marvel Kombat, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe is the special editions cover art is done by Alex Ross, and it's awesome. <laughs> that's worth having yeah. in the collection. So there's a, there's a couple of games I could think of, but yeah. Yeah, so it that's that's what's listed as potentials. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to like really think of games I would love to see backwards compatible that aren't like the obvious. Like my immediate go to is Captain America, right? Because I love Captain <laughs> America and I want Captain. That's a licensed thing, man. Right? Mm-hmm. So probably not gonna happen. Right. But if I have to pick something that I really want to happen that's not licensed, um, I'm gonna go with Blinks. Or Blinks 2, okay. right? I think Blinks 1 is, but Blinks 2. Okay. Uh, Blood Omen 2, Legacy of Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got any in there you want to throw out there? Um, absolutely Persona 4 Arena um, Ultimax. There you go. Because Persona 4 Arena is compatible, but not Ultimax, which is the final version of that game. <clears throat> not mm-hmm. having that on there just doesn't make any damn sense. Um, if you're going to pick one, why would you not pick you know the ultimate? <laughs> why version? would you not pick the better one? Oh, so yeah. stupid. Um, yeah, that is definitely. 
Uh, let's get Dark Sector on there too, just because mm-hmm. I want to play that jank shit again for some reason. The Street Fighter Three um, uh, Anniversary Collection on the original Xbox that needs to be on there. What was that delisted and then relisted? Is that what happened? That because I think it went down, didn't it? That was that's on. I'm talking about the on the original Xbox, not the Street Fighter Three online. Oh, oh okay, yeah. I know what you're talking Street about. Street Fighter Street Fighter Three online is also not backwards compatible, which I would love for that to be as well. Uh, pretty much, you know what? All the fighting games, throw them all on there. I want every single just, fighting just do game. It. You know what? While we're at it, just every game. Yeah. <laughs> I want <laughs> every all game. the fighting games on um, backwards compatible. Uh, absolutely, at least one from every series or something. Like, throw me a fucking bone. There you go. <laughs> I'm also uh, keen to play maybe Mercenaries 2 or The Saboteur, one of those uh, pandemic games. Mm. Mercenaries 2 is ugh, it's fantastic. Chef's kiss. <laughs> A lot 2. of people so, love that game, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 do lo- I actually love that game enough to where I have it on 360, and I have it for PS2. <laughs> that version, because I was like, that can't be the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, it's not, but it's a novelty. You know, it's like one of those, you just, I have to see it. <laughs> I have to see it because it wasn't even it wasn't even on Xbox. It was on nothing. It was like super late PS2, and you could tell they did it probably because they were required to, and that's the only reason. <laughs> Con- contractual oh, obligation for the win. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right. Well, that's the list of uh, real news for this week. Uh, well, the next is real news, but you're not probably going to have anything to say. Are you ready for me to talk about Animal Crossing for the next uh, five and a half? Yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> Let's go. I'll try to. I'll try to knock this out quick. Probably ain't gonna happen though. Let's be <laughs> real. Uh, all right. So there's an Animal Crossing direct today. This was the 15th. Mm. Uh, this was at 10 a.m. this morning where we're at. So I took a little break from my work and I went to the break room and watched this. There is two sets of things there. So starting on November 5th, Animal Crossing 2.0 comes out. Ooh. Uh, New Horizons that is. So I know you have no interest, Dwight, but I was super excited about this. <laughs> Like, what could they possibly be at? And they teased this earlier. Mm. Oh, boy. Is there a lot of shit in here. <laughs> like, a lot. So, for one, they did clarify right off the bat, this is the last major update. They will not be adding more stuff after this. Interesting. Okay. This is it. I mean, you may get, like, minor updates. Right. Like, minor little things here and there. But this is the last big update. Uh, they teased. <clears throat> they teased a museum-like thing in the, like, teaser, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is uh, Brewster, which we all kind of assumed. It's a little coffee shop within the museum. Mm. We all kind of assumed it was going to be outside the museum. But, you know, it is a coffee shop within the museum called The Roost. So you can go there with, you know, you get coffee. You can run into other Animal Crossing villagers there. You could take friends there, whatever. <clears throat> coffee essentially gives you energy to do things, okay. uh, which you don't really have to store energy. But, you know, there you go. That was a previous... These are previous features that are coming back. Okay. Uh, Captain's coming back. Captain, as in Kappa. That's the animal that they're going okay. with. He has uh, island tours, essentially. He's like you... He's off the shore, and you can get on him. He'll sing you this uh, unique sea shanty every time. You can visit islands with him uh, that will have, like, unique things to them. So that's always cool. You could do that in... Uh, New Leaf for 3DS, so it's glad to see that come back. Mm. Uh, I'm reading my notes here, <laughs> and I'm very, very chicken scratched. <laughs> so Harv's Island, which you could only previously go there to take photos, so obviously I never went there. Mm. <laughs> the whole island is open now, uh, so you can 
typically throughout the day, on any given day, you'll have like a random visitor to the island. Mm-hmm. Harv's Island uh, is like a separate place you could go, but you can actually uh, fund these like random visitors to open their own shops on this island. So you don't have to wait for them randomly to show up on your own. You can actually just go there. Oh, okay. And talk to them. Uh, which at this point, I have so much money, it's silly. So I could just probably fund this right off the bat. <laughs> I think I have 15 million bells or something like that, which is a lot of money. <laughs> so, and I have a forest of money trees. So. <laughs> uh, but on this new island, you could do stuff like uh, they have 11 new hairstyles. You can add, you can customize furniture. Um, do a whole bunch of different stuff that you couldn't do before. There's like a fortune teller, all this other stuff. Uh, there is a group stretching exercise thing you can do in the plaza. I'm sure you've seen, like, like Japanese anime has like it that. a lot. They have, like, the morning, like, stretches yeah. and stuff. Yep. They have that you can do. <laughs> you can even do motion controls with the Joy-Cons if you want. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, so, hey, why not? Cool. Uh, resident services, uh, they added a few things. So they have, like, a, a thing where you can go in and, like, change different things about the mm. island in resident services at the town mm. hall. So they added several things. They did not explain all of them, but they added uh, ordinances. So early bird ordinances, night owl ordinances, beautiful island ordinance, and bell boost ordinance. I don't know what bell boost is or beautiful island. I'm assuming beautiful island it will make the villagers pick up trash so you don't have to. Early bird is if you're the type of person that only has a chance to play in the morning. It will make all the villagers get up in the morning. Okay. Same thing with Night Out. It will make them stay up late. Because sometimes you want to do stuff late mm. and you can't because maybe you work late or something like that. So that's a good idea. Okay. Uh, you also have new exterior options for your home. Uh, your storage space for items has gone up from 2400 to 5000 okay. items you can carry at a time. Uh, new Nukma items. Cooking recipes. Lighting and ceiling decor. I'm just reading off this list now. Bridges and inclines. You can add uh, two more extra to your island than what you had already. There's nine new fence types. The camera app will let you walk around the island in first person. Okay. So you can, you know, play the game in first person if you want. Hmm. You can also set up a tripod and take photos of yourself. Uh, You can customize designs for wallpaper, clothes, stuff like that. Let's see, new reactions you can do, 11 new reactions, a new app for your phone. This is this is all part of the free update at this point. <laughs> so it's a lot of stuff. Uh, you have an outside storage shed you can get now. So previously, if you needed, if you like filled up your bag and you had to uh, put some stuff away, you had to go into your house to put it away. Now you can get a storage shed for the outside so you don't have to go into your house. Okay. You can also get an ATM so you don't have to go to town hall to use the ATM. Hmm. Uh, there are 12 new KK songs. Gyroids are back. Those are from the original Animal Crossing and pretty much every subsequent one, except for this one. Those are little... Uh, I'm sure you've probably seen them. They're like little clay figures that make noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're, there for, they're there for aesthetics. That's the best I can say. If you saw one, you would know what I okay. meant. They're called gyroids. New furniture. Um, you can walk in narrow spaces now, which I know sounds weird. Mm. But if you like... If your couch and your desk are, like, close to each other, mm. previously you would not be able to, like, walk in between them. Now you can walk in between stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I know. I, I just looked at what the gyroid was. Yeah, I, I, I've seen these before. Yeah, yeah, you, you recognize yeah. what it is now. 
And one thing, oh, random pop-ins. I was like, what did I write there? So, yeah, uh, if you're at home now, villagers will randomly pop by your place. What? <laughs> I don't want people randomly showing up at my house. <laughs> yep, get the hell out of here. I'm busy. <clears throat> I'm doing stuff. Anywho, that's all part of the free update on November 5th. Okay. Paid update. <laughs> there is paid expansion mm-hmm. starting November 5th. You can pre-order on the 29th. This is $25. Okay. Paid expansion for Animal Crossing New Horizons. Mm-hmm. My handwriting's even worse on this one. <laughs> so Probably got me. super excited. <laughs> Happy Home Paradise is what it's called. If you're familiar with a 3DS game called Happy Home Designer. Yeah, there we go. Yep, yep, I do remember that. Uh, which is not a bad game mm-hmm. if you like designing things. If you don't, then you're probably not going to like mm-hmm. it. But uh, one of the new options when you go to the airport is go to work. Mm-hmm. You can go to this place called the Archipelago something, something. I can't read my handwriting. Mm-hmm. But it's essentially it's a like paradise island setup where your job is to design vacation homes for people mm-hmm. based off their preferences. So you can do that. Um, and that's that's its own little kind of like a little story mode okay. in there. Uh, different different uh people will want different things uh you'll get custom lightings you can do custom sounds within the area you can add wall partitions counters these are things that are not in the main game Mm -hmm. you can modify the seasons and times of day uh lots of different stuff you could polish items to make them have special effects like if you polish like uh, a flower pot it may have like butterflies flying around or something like that you know these are all aesthetic things really all this stuff carries over to the main game so this is stuff that you would pay for, and it goes. It can happen on your island as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on this island, you have facilities like a school, a restaurant, a hospital, a theater, etc., etc., etc. You can design all those. If you are the type of person that is into interior design, this is your thing. Mm. I'm sure a lot of people and who last, play is that's right up their alley. I but. mean, if you play Animal Crossing, you're pretty much a. It's an interior design game. Mm. It, it it's an exterior design game too because you have to design the island. Yeah. Yeah. But lastly, they also give us an update on Switch Online. So with Switch Online, this is included. Uh, this is what we talked about last time with it's $19.99 normally. Mm-hmm. If you get the one with the Sega thing and the N64 thing, this is a selection of Sega games, N64 games. It is $49.99 a year for a individual. And $79.99 for a family. I think a family can be up to four people if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong about that yeah i, I saw that uh earlier um this 25 dollar animal crossing expansion is included in the switch online update at the expanded version as well though. that's smart they're dangling those those fucking baby keys again but yeah yeah that's smart <laughs> yeah well i mean i mean it works out for me because i think you can just pay the difference yeah so for me it would be like 30 bucks which if i were already going to pay 25 dollars for the animal crossing right. thing why would i not just yeah, pay the extra exactly. five dollars to pay it, just, it works to play out. in 64 against sega games so i was um because you know duffer had said that to me earlier actually and um i had <laughs> the first thing i thought of it was like you know what this kind of reeks of like corporate price manipulation in a way that not like not like maliciously but think about it switch online has been twenty dollars for years right that never made any sense why were they only charging twenty dollars and i guess it was because at the time they weren't really doing a whole lot but i'm sure times have changed since you know the switch release in 2017 oh yeah so how do you raise the price 
for an existing, you know, uh, uh, service you, or whatever. You add more value you proposition. Add value. That's how you do it. So now I'm like, hey, guess what, guys? We're going to throw you, you know, some NCC4 games and Sega games your way. And it's like, you know, you might have to pay a little premium for them. It's like, okay, sure. Yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah, it's going to be 50 bucks a year. It's like, uh, all right. I mean, this... We'll also give you this $25 Animal Crossing. Right. Game. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. When you, when you really think about it, I mean, 50 bucks is not a lot. Uh, and it's still, it's it's still not, way less. It's really not that bad. It's still better than PlayStation yeah. Plus and, still way less and than Games those. of Gold. I so. was surprised, though, because it was so much more than 20 <laughs> Especially when, at the time, I didn't know about the, the expansion pass for um, for Animal Crossing. I thought it was, like, just the, the Sega 964 you know, games. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, what? I'm, that's not worth an extra 30 bucks a year. But, I mean, if they're going to start throwing, and I'm sure that this is not going to be the only thing they're going to use to... Oh, no, I'm sure there'll probably be something yeah. else. Some other, like... They'll throw some more Because here's the away. thing, too, right? So, just, just in a hypothetical world, I'm probably always going to have Switch Online, but let's just mm-hmm. throw this out there for reasons mm-hmm. or whatever. Let's just say I do mm-hmm. this, and I get all this extra Animal Crossing stuff, mm-hmm. and then I decide I don't want Switch Online anymore. Mm-hmm. What I want to know is, can I still access that stuff? Because if I've got stuff from the expansion, will it still let? You, yeah, will it will, a, it? will it just not load my new couch? That's a that's <laughs> like, a good question. Know? And you know, if it, if it was like Xbox or something doing it, they would tell you if it you know would or not. So Nintendo's my guess would be it would say, "Hey, you need to buy the expansion now because you don't have it with the subscription." Same thing with like uh, PlayStation Plus. Like if you download a PlayStation Plus game, and you know how long I have it's going to make you buy the game right at that rate. So. Uh, the play. Interesting. So I'm guessing that's what's going to happen, but I don't know. Interesting. For me, it's it's a I'm I'm in. I mean, I was always probably going to be in, but that just kind of seals the deal uh, for me. So, if you're an Animal Crossing fan, which I know you're not, I appreciate you sitting here. With me, I tried to I tried to <laughs> rapid fire. There was a lot. There was a I lot have of two stuff. pages yeah, of notes. Of that's how much that was. That's a lot of stuff, especially for free. The free stuff, uh, they just kept going. And every time I was like, ah, oh, that's it. No, nope, one more thing, one more thing. One more thing. <laughs> so, but wait, you know, there's more. There's more. There's keys a little more or whatever. Um, I think this was, honestly, even though I didn't even watch that, this sounds like it was an ingenious move by them to kind of soften the blow of, like, raising the price for Nintendo Switch Online. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is a ge- It was genius. So, I mean, I don't know whose idea it was within the company or whatever, but uh, they did a good job. So they deserve a raise. Um, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Everybody I know that plays Animal Crossing is stoked for this, myself included. Absolutely. I, I had, this is my most played Switch game. I think I have 320-some-odd hours into mm. it. So uh, this is... I'm not even going to lie. This is 300 hours worth of content they just added. <laughs> so... Uh, geez, it's gonna be a lot. So, a whole new year of stuff. A whole, a whole new. I mean, the, the game has legs. I don't play it every day. I used to play it every day for the longest time, and I play it about once a week now. But uh, I'm probably gonna get back on that daily grind come uh, November fifth. Mm-hmm. So, look forward to impressions when that rolls around. Uh, you got anything else before I get around to what's coming out soon? Uh, that's pretty much it. Okay, so. Uh, before next episode, you got Plague Tale Innocence, which will get its PS5 and Series X like actual disc copies. Okay. Uh, it's a free upgrade already, but hey. Dying Light will be out on Switch. Mm-hmm. Nerf Legends, if you're just into Nerf. I really wanted to, to to rent or this. nothing, you know yeah, that. I want to rent this like just to see how it's going to be like. I wonder if it's going to be like Greg Hastings Paintball or something, you know? You know, that's <laughs> what immediately came to mind. It's like a shooter that's not violent. Right. <laughs> Uh, on the 22nd, Peppa Pig, the game. 
Okay. For all you Peppa Pig fans out there. That's great. <laughs> Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig. All right. And uh, the only game that from this week I'm going to be picking up, uh, Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes will be out the 22nd as well. I buy these every year for the like, past three years mm. or whatever. Me and the wife play through them. Uh, they're pretty good if you've never played them. Mm. Uh, they always have like one famous-ish actor. Mm. It's like one recognizable person everybody else is throwaway. Mm. Wow. So, <laughs> I mean, they're not throwaway, throwaway, but they always have like one. You could tell they spend all the money on one person. Right. <laughs> And then everybody else. I always wanted to get around to playing these because, you know, me and my wife played through uh, Until Dawn, you know, when PS4 first came that's, out. That's what this which is. is. Yeah, exactly. That's so exactly what this we is. We love that one, so um, I had to get around to playing some of these other ones at some point. So, yeah, you have uh, Man of Madon. Man of Madon. Yep. And then what was the one after that? Little Hope? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. And then you have uh, this one that I just said, and I can't remember. I'm about to look it up. And I'm trying to uh, House, of <laughs> House of Ashes. House of Ashes. That's what I said. Oh man! Oh, by the way, my um, Hot Wheels GameFly finally came in today. Um, Yay! I, fin- I started installing it before I came on this uh, this episode, oh, okay. so we'll I'll have to try that out this weekend. I was doing the same thing with Hot Wheels. I just did with Nerf. <laughs> I was like, nerf or nothing. And I was doing Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels leading, leading the way. If you yeah. remember that. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, this is a good episode time. Where can people find us at wait until next week? So uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under Game Room Pod and try searching Welcome to the Game Room on all major podcasting services. Just like we were talking about last time. Uh, Game room is one word, so make sure you yes. have that one word, or else As it it'll is. just not show Game up. room is one word. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we're also on Twitch. Uh, I'm at dmoney8719. Uh, Mike here is at Michael underscore McLeod, and that's spelled with uh, yes, I am. EOD. I haven't streamed anything, even though I said I would, and I, uh, I'm i going to pretend to tell you right now that I'm going to stream this week, and it'll definitely happen, <laughs> and that's not a lie. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to yeah. um, stream Hot Wheels. Let me see if I can do that. I'm sure my wife Daddy's will Daddy's just going out for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> see if I can get me and my wife on this uh, Hot Wheels stream. <clears throat> there you go. See how that goes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really want to say I'm going to stream something. Uh, I'm committed. I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe I'll stream some Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on Switch just to... Because why not, right? <laughs> That's the only thing in this room that I can stream with because uh, my wife has my Series S. Mm. So she finished Tales of Arise, by the way. Oh, okay. So, uh, maybe I should gank that thing back if she's done with it. I doubt she is. <laughs> so she downloaded Scarlet Nexus, but maybe she'll maybe she'll actually play that. So I have to get back to that. <laughs> yeah. So do I. So do I. So. Uh, I guess though that's it, right? That's it. Up. All right. Well. I guess, and we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.